Good morning, everyone. I am delighted to be giving my, to share my message here with you today. And the lesson today will come from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 7 through 15 in the New Testament of the Pew Bible. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough of everything, you may share abundantly in every good work. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He supplies, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your obedience to the confession of the gospel of Christ and by the generosity of your sharing with them and with all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace that God has given you. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. So, it may come as a surprise to some of you, and then not so much for the few here today, who are guests on my behalf or otherwise, <laughs> that I love children's books. I collect them, I read them, I sometimes share them with family and friends, I have friends who share them with me, and then I have other friends who say, Latanya, aren't you too old to be reading children's books? And they nod their heads and with concerned looks on their faces, and they say no more. But you know what? I love the Velveteen Rabbit. If you give a pig a pancake, Charlotte's Web, the Cat in the Hat, and Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. <laughs> Children's books and stories in general have some of the most profound truths and wisdom that one can encounter in living life. One of my favorite children's books is The Giving Tree. Do some of you remember this story? <laughs> the story, the book starts off by saying, or the story starts off by saying, that once there was a tree and she loved a little boy. Every day this little boy would spend time with this tree to play. He would climb her trunk, swing her from her branches, eat her apples, and when he was tired, he would fall asleep under her shade. And they had a very beautiful relationship. However, as the, the boy gradually grew to becoming a man, he began to visit her less, leaving her often alone. He started to come back asking her for material things time and time again. So there's a part in the book where the boy asked the tree for money. The tree says, I don't have any money, but you can pick my apples and make you some money. After some time, she com he comes again. I need a home, a wife and children. Can you give me a home? She says, no, the forest is my home, but you can cut down my branches and create a home. So each time, he would come to her again and again, and she was always happy to help. And I like the end of the book, or the end of the story, where it says, well, the, 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 the old man, the, the boy who became a man, asked the tree for some rest and quietness. 
Now, over time, the tree had nearly become a stump. So she said, please feel free to sit here on my stump and rest your weary and quiet head. So, in our scripture today, 2 Corinthians reminds us to give from our hearts, not reluctantly or under compulsion, because God loves a cheerful giver. When we give, it is not only perceived as a service to our fellow man, woman, or pets, but also sometimes the expressions of God. Those who are blessed by the demonstrations of how we express our giving may also praise or be thankful for the God that is within us and gives through us. Giving is not helpful when it's through pride, gluttony, pressure, bribes, or guilt. These motives of giving demonstrate the need of being or feeling important, showing how giving one appears to be. Only giving to get something, if I give you this, Maybe you'll give me that. Feeling pushed into giving when it doesn't feel heartfelt, oh, you should definitely give because it just makes sense to give. Or being bullied to getting what, wants, what one wants from another. If I give you this, you better give me that. <laughs> you see, I don't know about you, but it feels so good to give to, something, to give to someone or something from a sincere place because God gives so much to me. So this reminds me of something that some of my guests here <laughs> may have experienced with me. I love to collect potato heads. <laughs> and yes, well I should say I used to love to create potato heads. And I do confess, this is not as a child, this has been as an adult. <laughs> so I have friends and people would give me potato heads and potato head parts and one time this this friend gave me a 25-year anniversary edition of a potato head. Now, I looked at that potato head, and I was like, wow, that's an interesting-looking potato, because it looked real. So I was like, is it real? Or... Nonetheless, the fact that someone would think of me because of what I enjoy, that they would give me a potato head, 25-year edition. So doesn't it feel good when someone gives us a hug and we just need it, we're tired, or there's something going on in our lives, and we're inspired to go another day. Doesn't it feel good when family and friends who are significant to us celebrate something that is important to us, such as a birthday, a wedding, or a graduation, or a sermon reading for the first time in Harvard Edwards United Church? <laughs> you know, God can be glorified through our giving, which leads me to something else to not forget to spend time with the Creator who gives to us. So here lies another perspective in the message today. Not only learning to give is significant, but also in receiving from God ourselves. God wants us more than what He can give us. Let me emphasize the importance of taking delight in the Lord first, or alongside our desires. If you notice the boy in the giving tree used to spend time with the tree quite often, but as he became a man, he began to meet life challenges and started needing things. Now I'm assuming that when life was good, he stayed away, but when he became a challenge, or when life became a challenge, he would draw near again and again and had to go back for more. Yet I do feel compelled to say, however, that another way of looking at this story could be that the boy who became a man always went to the tree because he always knew where to go. So I guess it really depends on how you interpret the story. Nonetheless, my beautiful people, when life is good, we can delusion ourselves to behaving as if we are separated from the giving God when we stop taking time for our Creator. And yet through God's grace, 
God keeps giving even though we may sometimes forget. God remains standing rooted and grounded there waiting for us even though we may sometimes reenact the prodigal son. God's grace is still there. In Psalms 40, David is grateful that, that, that God delivers him from his distress. He expresses his thankfulness and praise. He lie, here lies the gift of God's grace and faithfulness to David. Even though he felt despair, God was still there present for him. God never forgot him and still gave of himself, just like the giving tree in the story. The boy always came back until maturity because he knew that God was his comfort, companion, and he was faithful. So this reminds me of a personal story of grace that I experienced at the tender age of 23. Even though I look 23 now, you can say that. <laughs> I had just moved to Boston from Tennessee, my hometown, and I was just learning how to get around. So I decided to visit Downtown Crossing, the area there, and I just had one credit card and just enough money to get there. I had planned to go shopping. I was gonna get some money from the ATM machine, but for some reason, my credit card didn't work. Now at this time, phones were, have always been used, the cell phones. But at that time, I didn't really need one. I never really carried one. And I, so I didn't have a phone. I couldn't take a taxi. Uber did not exist. So I was like, what am I gonna do? So I had to humble myself. Confused, like, what am I gonna do? Had to humble myself. I had to ask people for money just to get back. And what's amazing, what's really touched my heart and really showed me God's grace is that a homeless person who most likely didn't have enough for him or herself, I don't remember if it was a woman or me, they gave me enough fare to get back home. And so for that, I was very gracious and very grateful. From the time we were born until our time to transition into our, into our last breath, life will call on us. We may need things and don't want things to happen because life requires some basic needs and life will sometimes challenge us that test our faith. When we take our minds and hearts off God to focus solely on the things that we want, we have the potential to become unhappy. If not mindful, prayers can become simple requests. Those requests can become selfish thoughts and ideas that lead to the forgetting of the one that gives. A sage name, or sage name, Paramahansa Yogananda once said, the wise man wakefully enjoys the presence of God in all things. So pray, meditate, open the door for someone, play a song for someone, give words of hope to someone, cry with someone, hug someone, try to understand someone. And I really emphasize, try, emphasize trying to understand someone because sometimes our ego can get a hold of us and we just want to be right and prove the other person wrong. Look into the eyes of someone with love and I look at all of you with, with loving eyes today. Ask someone how they're doing. Tell someone that you felt inspired by them. Give to someone who doesn't have. Give of your time, give of your talents, give to a cause, give to your pet. Smile at someone. If I could ask everyone in this moment to look to the left and the right of you and just smile at the person next to you. Doesn't that feel good? <laughs> Because God's grace is there. God's giving is there. The glorification of God is there. 
And if I'm allowed to remind in your presence, don't forget to give to yourself so that you have the energy and time to give to others that which is important to you. Don't make thieves out of men, enabling others from doing what they can or not willing to do. I appreciate the wisdom that Iyama Vanzant, author and minister, has inspired me with, which is to make sure that our cup is full. She says, whatever is in the cup is ours, and whatever flows out of it is for others. She goes on to say here that we are the representative of God in our lives. So make sure to show up for yourself on what you need to do to take care of yourself. Be good to yourself to be of service to others in the world. To give to ourselves is the way of, is in this way, this is a mutual exchange of God giving. And let's not forget to be grateful. Grateful to exist because we are gifts to the world. Co-creating experience with other gifts sitting beside you, behind you, looking before you, waiting to meet you as you leave, as you leave this congregation, congregation. Be grateful and be gracious as God's grace is in the giving. Think of God all the time, all day long, in your manner and dealings with life, in your life endeavors, ambitions, and relationships. Not just when there's an emergency or a problem or concern, or even when just life, when knowing life is just going really well, but all the time. Make it a frequent expression of God's love. God is here for us no matter what life brings. And some may say, Latanya, God took away from me and didn't give to me. Or where was God when this happened? So what are you talking about? Well, sometimes there's a lesson in the form of a gift in that too, but that's another conversation for another time. <laughs> so I would like to encourage you to give to someone or something today once you leave this congregation and see what happens. See what happens if you give to someone today. You might be surprised, or they may be surprised. And remember that God the Creator is the giving tree of life the giving God. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let's sing together now on page 314 in the garden in the red hymnal. Please stand if you are able. 